Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. My name is Victor, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Patty. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to do a Q&A session, questions from the fans, which you can participate by following me on Instagram at Victor Odo. And we'll just jump right into it, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> this is for uh, Holly Stoner, one, two, three. What up, Holly? Opinions on vegans. I feel like it spiritually awoke me. Do you have any opinions on vegans, honey? Um, what do you think of them? I like vegans. I like vegans too. I like vegans. Um, I like non-vegans. Yeah, you know, me too. <laughs> I, I feel like um, anything that is going to benefit you personally, whether it's going vegan or doing any other sort of diet, um, then that... N- Go for it. Do what yeah. resonates, you know. We were vegan for a while there. Yes, we were. And I really do feel like it made me more uh, more spiritually conscious. I felt I felt at that time like it, it helped me feel like a, at a higher vibration. Yeah, I mean, I feel like whenever you're putting good things in your body, you're going to it's going to help raise your consciousness and your uh, vibration, if you will. Um so even if you eat meat, if you're eating like grass-fed beef and things, you know, free-range chicken and things that are not as low vibration foods meat-wise, then, you know, if you don't feel that it affects you, then that's okay too. But, you know, whenever um, you feel guided to do a specific thing, like become vegan, it's important to, to do that because if you don't follow that guidance then you're just going to create guilt and shame and, and all these other things when you're eating. And those you're, you're eating those emotions as you're eating. Yeah. So that's actually worse. Yeah, know. I think the important thing is to do what you're presently guided to do and live in harmony with where your soul is trying to take you. Yes. And there was a time where we felt very guided to become raw vegans. And, yep. and we put up with a lot of like shit from our families like they didn't understand it one time we went to a wedding and it was this whole <laughs> deal because we are raw vegans and they just brought us a plate of raw vegetables to participate yeah so we did something but it was but it was always like yeah. people are always like why are you doing that what's the point and we'd always have to like defend ourselves um but that was what we felt guided to do at the time and mm-hmm. it seemed to really clean us out open us up spiritually and do all sorts of fun things yeah. now was it the the vegan foods themselves or the fact that we were acting in accordance with our own intuition i don't know right but then there came a time where i felt like I needed to reincorporate heavier foods like meat into my diet. Like I just, my, my health declined. I became just unhealthy and unhappy. And I just, I just knew um, I needed to do this other, to go in this other direction. But I felt guilty. So at that point, I had adopted all these different beliefs about veganism and all this and that. Right. Um, but once I made that shift and finally like heated the, 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 the inner yearning to like go in this other direction, I felt better. So it really it comes down to, um, in my opinion, Doing what resonates straight right. up. It's really that simple. Yeah. But but do I like vegans? Yeah, I res- I totally respect them. And I know there's a lot of vegans who probably aren't. It's probably not the best diet physically for them, but mm-hmm. they do it anyway because they're so strong in their beliefs and they're strong in their sort of mission to to be cool to the planet and the animals, which I think that's extremely noble. Yeah, and Defin- awesome. Yeah, definitely. So okay, let's see. 
let's see. How do you keep a clear, positive mindset? This is for Purple Vines. Hmm. Do you have an opinion, love? How do I keep... What's the question? A what do you do to keep a clear and positive mindset? Hmm. I do a lot of things, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's many different things, and it's all dependent on where I'm at in that moment. Sometimes it's literally just separating myself from my situation that's causing me stress and just taking time quiet time to myself for 15 or 30 minutes or whatever. Um, sometimes it's, uh, I'll use cannabis to help get me present. Um, uh, yeah, that yeah. working out helps me stay present and in the moment. Yeah. It's, it's a complex discussion really yeah. that we both have a lot of self care things like med I, I meditate, I do Kundalini yoga, breath work, you know, Wim Hof, Bikram yoga, and, and all these different things in a routine sort of ritualistic way. And that always helps me get into a higher frequency and a better mindset, but it's, it's, it's more complex than that. I also am mindful of, like Patty said, how things affect my awareness. So for example, in the mornings, the mornings for me are, are very productive times where I, I write my emails to my, my newsletter list and I create my content. So it's very important for me not to be ruminating about some sort of stressful situation. So I don't subject myself to them. I don't check emails. I don't, I don't go on social media. I don't do anything that would risk me coming into a problematic situation when it's important for me to be in a positive mindset. I wouldn't expect to be able to read, uh, you know, have a problem sort of erupt in my life and then be in a positive mindset. So I avoid those at those crucial times. Mm -hmm. And then with that said, then there are times where I go into the, the thick of things, but then I will try to wind myself down before I go off as, as best I can to be with the family, like a, a play my singing bowl or something like that <laughs> to kind of like shift my mood. So there's many things we do. But also what might help you is understanding that most people don't always have a positive mindset. And most people, when they hear me on YouTube or here, they're hearing me at, at my peak. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I protected myself all day. I, I did all that. I did breath work and yoga like an hour ago. And I, I wrote, I, I got into my zone. And we shot a podcast before this, which really puts me in the zone. Mm -hmm. um, so... But I'm not always like that. <laughs> I ask our assistant Forrest. Yeah. He's, he's, he, hears, he's, he comes over every day and helps me out. And uh, he sees that Victor sometimes spazzes out. He's, he gets really mad and annoyed mm -hmm. and, and worried and concerned. You know, so yeah, we're just some people don't people. realize that about us, that yeah. we, we're not always like this. <laughs> this is for 11 Dom Roberts 11. What up, Dom Roberts? I've recently cut out all of my friends who I've had for six years. I'm 18 years old. I feel super alone. Any tips? Hmm. That's tough. Yeah. That's part of it, though, for a lot of people, man. Yeah. Um, you are fortunate being so young and being as aware enough to know, like, I need to cut these people out. Um, feeling alone, that's, that's part of it. But know that now that you've cut those people out, that leaves room for new people to come in. And yeah. you just have to actively seek out 
um, new friendships by doing things that um, like-minded people do. You know, find a meditation group or find a drum circle or you know, whatever there's, there's all kinds of things that people do in, um, all over the place that like, um, there's a thing called meetup.com that you can like search things like that, um, in your area. Yeah. We're living in a very different time. When me and Patty were going through this, the whole, like cutting out all the friends thing, we were in our earlier twenties, I would say, yeah. and it was still hard for us because mm-hmm. at that time, all our friends were all partying and hanging out almost every day. There was mm-hmm. always someone doing something, you know, yeah. and just to kind of like sever ourselves off, it was not easy, and we felt very lonely as well. At least I did, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would like wake up sometimes from a dream about hanging out with my friends, and I'd wake up with such a nostalgia and a sadness. But I knew going back into that would not be ideal for me, mm-hmm. and I traded the loneliness for the you know for what it would be like to deny my intuitive impulses and and awareness of how those relationships were impacting me on all levels it was they were just not good for me at that time yeah so i went in the direction of loneliness and what happened was well there was a bit of a void where we didn't have friends for a while Mm -hmm. but i can see there was value in that there's a time if i was out with my friends hanging out partying all the time well there's not much time for introspection and to get to know myself and during that time there's a lot of getting to know myself and that has served me in so many beautiful ways i couldn't even make a whole podcast about it that alone time is helpful to the awakening spirit and then once you do all the inner work then you're like a new person and then you start attracting new better relationships far more close to your ideal right. and the friendships we, we have a ton of friends now we really yeah. do we have so many friends i never saw it coming right i really didn't think we'd have like a lot of friends and a lot of like things on our schedule there's almost every every weekend we're busy there's multiple stuff, yeah. things cool ass things to do with our buddies yeah. um I- and, and there's so much they're really awesome people in our lives it's, we're so blessed right but that happens when you change yourself so dramatically which you will during the alone time yeah and when you're in it i know it's hard to know like that it will end eventually but it's like you, you can't it's not going to be dark times all the time you're not going to be lonely all the time you just have to kind of you know use this time as an opportunity like vic said to kind of like go into yourself and find out like you know what kind of friends do i really want and and then you start actively seeking them out and it might take a day it might take a month you know you just don't know you know um i have a good friend barbie who she literally just like not literally fell in my lap but almost i met her at a yoga class that i just decided i was going to start going to and um you know, she asked me about a book I had and we hit it off and, you know, she's one of my closest friends here. So you just never know when the opportunity is going to arise. It can happen at any moment, at any time. Yeah. And there's a lot more spiritually awake people now than when we were going through this. So now it's like you go out and look for them. You might find them. Yeah. And then the last piece of advice would be to find your passion and follow it. 
And I'll yeah. give an example of two young guys. So I have an assistant named Ford. He's 24. And my best friend, Aaron Dowdy, another YouTuber, you probably know him. He has an assistant named Austin, who I believe is 22. So they're, they're pretty young people. And they have a passion to learn about how we do what we do on YouTube and stuff with our online business. And they followed it aggressively. In fact, both of them moved across the country to come work for us every day for free. And guess what? Just the other day, me and Aaron uh, hooked these two guys up, and now they're like they're like they hit it off. Like they mm -hmm. found like-minded people when they became their true selves and followed their instincts and passion. And now they're gonna move into my RV actually, <laughs> and they're gonna move in together. They're gonna help each other, and they got they got like these tight butt. They're like this buddy system now that they would have never in a million years been able to find that 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 tight bond that real resonance if they're just sort of lonely wallowing you know in their misery no they, they got themselves out there they took action mm -hmm. and they followed their dreams in spite of their criticism and resistance and you are heavily rewarded when you do that mm -hmm. that's what we did yeah. we didn't just have friends they did kind of pop into our life but, but that it was, was after as a we started following you know yes. our passion in fact it was after i figured out what my new life purpose was when I met Barbie. So. Yeah. But, but I would say to you, just play it cool. You might just need a little alone time. Yeah. But hopefully some of the things we said, whatever resonated out of all the different <laughs> things you said, take action on that. Yeah. If, even if it's do nothing. This is for Gary Song Rizzo. Hey, Victor, any tips for someone who needs a vibrational energy detox mm. yeah listen to our recent podcast about fasting <laughs> that's a super cheap yeah. and extremely effective detox mm -hmm. physical detox yeah and sometimes that's what you need is just a physical detox to you know it's broaden both. your awareness it's the physical but... and vibrational detox oh is it yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah dude i did a five-day fast recently and by the end, by that last now, day... Now he's obsessed with fasting. I FYI. am. In fact, I just fasted two days ago. But like after the five-day fast, I took a nap. And I swear, I laid down on my couch. And I was on day five. And I closed my eyes. And I felt I could literally perceive, like, eat, like, beings. Like, guides yeah. in my third eye mm -hmm. like it, it made me so cracked open and like high vibe i remember like the content i shot for my new course i'm coming out with and my youtube videos i was like bringing the fire <laughs> it was so i felt so connected to my true self almost like i was this floating ball of energy and also physically i felt amazing and uh again you save money on food mm -hmm. it, it's like a really it's a really easy way and if you want a quick win do a dry fast. Do a little research, but my friend Aaron just did a dry fast. And a dry fast is where you don't drink even water. Mm -hmm. You can do that for a couple of days, and it's uh, it's very, very powerful. Well, I've heard that one dry fast is like doing a three-day water fast. I've heard that too, and I so. think there's some science to sort of mm -hmm. back that up in a sense. Yeah. With all that said, maybe the idea of fasting is intimidating to you. I would just look up detox protocols online, Google it, whatever, mm -hmm. and, and see what resonates with you. For yeah. you, it might be a juice fast or to go on the raw food diet for a couple of weeks or something like there's many ways to detox and uplift your vibration. So mm -hmm. go with what resonates most importantly. Yeah. I get the same effects of uh, fasting when I do my dietas. And that's where you're um, on a very restricted food diet. So there's a lot of foods that you can't um, eat uh, but it's basically no salt, no sugar, very little oil and fat. Um, 
and certain fruits you can't eat. Berries are okay, but um, bananas, mangoes, passion fruit, citrus, those types of things are, are to be avoided. And um, when I'm in dieta, I feel very cracked open. Yeah, yeah. definitely. This one is for a new one from Mind Soul Mad. I think it just came in a minute ago. Do you or Patty ever feel like your journey is stagnant, not feeling as spiritual or driven? That was how yes. I felt this last like week. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say recently. Yeah, recently I felt that big time. I felt very stuck. Mm-hmm. In fact, the way it played out for me was I became like hyper aware of a lot of different changes I needed to make in my life, but I felt super unfocused, unenergized, mm-hmm. and unmotivated to make those changes. So I sort of felt stagnant and stuck in sort of a place where I knew clearly I didn't want to be. So it's kind of a miserable combination. The awareness that I need to get out of here, but it just doesn't seem to be happening. Mm-hmm. And then that there's also a period, a feeling of disconnection. I felt that big time where I went for a couple of days where like I felt so like foggy and out of it where I couldn't shoot any videos. Mm-hmm. I couldn't shoot really. It took, it took everything in me to write out, write out emails to my list and it sucked, <clears throat> but I I'm flying now, man. I feel amazing. It just, it, that's how it goes. Sometimes yeah. there's, there's a lot of different reasons why that happens. We are just kind of recalibrating. You're just in a, a little bit of a phase where you need to just sit with it for a while. Yeah. But the tides will turn, I promise you, and you'll see the value in this point where you're feeling, you know, unconnected and stuff. Yeah. A lot of times that happens like when Mercury goes retrograde because that's a time to like go inward and reflect and, and see what needs to be released. So when Mercury went direct like what, yesterday or something? Something like that. So it's like, you know, sometimes astrologically that type of thing will really affect you. Um, I don't always notice it when Mercury goes retrograde, but this time I certainly did. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. Especially towards the end. Yeah. This one is for Lunar Aquarian. Is it possible to fail at awakening? Because, <laughs> I love this. man, I'm crashing and burning right now. Don't laugh. I'm not laughing because it's know. funny. I'm laughing because, like, I just love that question so much because it's like you can't fail at You need life. what, an 80%? To, to pass? Yeah. A B? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, no I know what they're saying. Yeah, I know, what they're I saying. know because when you're in the, the thick of it, it just feels like you're never going to get out of it, you know, but um, there's no such thing as failing. No, dude. Whenever you, whenever a human being goes through this process, it's sort of becoming, it's like your higher self puts you through it. Yeah. And your higher self, people think about the higher self like a, a, a quite a, a, like a, Slightly smarter version of themselves. It's not like that. We're talking cosmic, multidimensional, eternal soul mm-hmm. with infinite wisdom, access to all information at once. That's who chose. That's who decided based on where your character, this little splinter you're living your life as. It, it, that's what sort of made the decision that we're going to wake this splinter up to mm-hmm. who they're connected to and who and what they are. So it doesn't make mistakes Mm-mm. and it knows, it knows that you're going to go through some hard times, but yeah. that's where you're learning. That's how you're growing. Iron sharpens iron. That's how it goes sometimes for a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but I, there's value in the struggle. Yeah. There's more wakefulness that comes from the, the dark times. Right. It's like, um, 
didn't Bashar say like, it's like a rubber band, you know, like the farther you pull back, the farther you shoot out. Yeah. So he says you, to be more specific, the further you draw it back into your own darkness, once you finally let that go, the further into your own light you will shoot. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Badass. But, it's true. Yeah. But it is true. I mean, our darkest time, um, is when you're making the most progress. Yeah. And we learned so much, but it was terrifying to be in that and thinking like, is this ever going to get better? Right. Because if it just keeps going the way that it's going, we're not going to be able to survive. But yeah, yeah, I promise you it's, it's everything is always perfect. Even when it feels like it's not, you can't fail. But what can happen is you can, you can choose suffering. If you're not acting on your intuition, Mm -hmm. you can choose to ignore your intuition and there will be consequences of that. Um, but only for a time. You'll, you'll eventually make yeah. the right move. It's just a matter of when. Well, it's always the right move. It's just the learning is different. Yeah. You know? You can speed through the cycles by really listening to your intuition. Mm-hmm. Your intuition will be telling you right now, here's what you have to let go of. Here's what you need to change. Here's what you know you want to do. So now let's go do it. And a lot of times the mind will say, whoa, I don't know. Let's yeah. wait. Let's figure things out. Let's just make it smarter. And then say, okay, well you know what to do. And so there's going to be consequences of sort of ignoring your path. Right. But for this person, I don't sense that. I feel like they're just going through a tough time, yeah. that dark night of the soul kind of thing. And just know it will come to an end. You'll be just fine. Yeah. This is for peachmilk.t. What was the biggest challenge you faced while going through your awakening, Patty? Um, was that question specifically for me? No, I added that last part. Yeah. Okay. Um, the biggest challenge, I don't know. I, I have to think about that. I feel like... Um, I can share mine if you want to think. Well, no, I can... I can, Because one of the things was, is um, years ago, I used to be... Um, I had an eating disorder. I was bulimic for a few years. And um, I, over, I overcame that. And recently, it... Um, aspects of that eating disorder have kind of come to the surface, but, um, the idea of, of, um, releasing that was harder this time because I felt like I had already dealt with that. So I allowed myself to go deeper into that, um, addictive mindset of, obsess- obsessive compulsive behavior, um, it wasn't to the extreme of like actually having going back into the eating disorder, but, um, the way that my mind was operating, um, and, um, knowing that I had to revisit that and, and, um, release that yet again, that was probably my most challenging, um, because the eating disorder was very heavily, heavily, heavily layered for me. Um, Hmm, interesting. So I, I'd say that's what kind of is coming up. But as far as like, I guess, dealing with um, things so that I can become more of my true self would be yeah. like the best short version. Okay. That. No, I think what you said was very good. That's like one of your themes in life mm-hmm. in a sense. Because it's been, 
you know, present in one form or another for a long time. And mm-hmm. it's something that's like that, that huge onion with many layers even peeling away at for a long time. So I think everyone has themes like that in their life and that was yeah. yours. So that was a good response, I think. For me, <laughs> it was a, a particular circumstance when I felt intuitively guided and had a knowing that it was time to make a drastic change in my career and life. A lot of you have heard this before, but some of you haven't. There was a time when the whole family and I wanted to go move out to California, to San Diego. And I just knew our dreams were out there, out west. And it began with me feeling kind of guided to close down my gym. I owned a gym and, and that was hard. That was a real messy thing in itself. And then right after that, right after I took this huge leap of faith, we had a third child. And then... During that time, in fact, like around, like during the days of having the Maya or, or uh, Sebastian, our, our third child, I, I had like another knowing, another intuitive impulse for the next step. And that was to stop growing marijuana. And that was at that point my last source of income. I had already cut out most of our income, which was freaking crazy. It made no sense when a third child was coming. And then it was like, okay, now cut out the marijuana growing. And I was like, are you, uh, my intuition told me to do that. And it was a real battle. Mm -hmm. I knew I needed to do that. I was having all sorts of weird manifestations in the grow room in my basement at the time. And I just, it was, it was so hard. And it just, it just made no sense to me to basically willingly stop doing the only thing that's making me money to support the family. But but my intuition was so clear and so loud saying, you need to do this now. Mm-hmm. You're already kind of overdue here. Do it now. And it was like, I remember literally avoiding that because I, I was like, no, it makes no sense. I'm not doing it. Fuck you. You know, I would like, yell at my higher self and the spirit guides. I was like, this is bullshit. I'm not doing this. But I would, I literally walked around with this knot in my stomach, this, this huge like basketball sized pit in my belly because I was, I knew, I knew I was resisting the path Mm -hmm. that I needed to go on, but I was so terrified. Um, but eventually I did it, but that was the hardest thing I ever did. And yet that was what needed to happen for me to become the guy, you know, now Yeah. the, the coach, the mentor, the YouTuber, the podcaster, all the things I am now would not have been would not have come into being without me taking that leap of faith mm-hmm. and sort of demonstrating for people that this is what happens when you follow your calling. I know it doesn't always make sense. I know it can be scary, but when you follow your calling and follow your intuition, miracles happen. And I had to kind of live that. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go back through that, quite frankly. No, but that was like I'm glad. literally the darkest time. <clears throat> yeah, because it wasn't like an instant, oh, here's your YouTube channel. It was like... A slow process. Now you have nothing, Victor. And then there, there, there was the whole doubt of like, Can what I the hell have I done? Yeah. This is so stupid. Ugh. And it, then I had to build up my YouTube thing from, from nothing. So, okay. Well, listen, I'm going to answer one more question. Patty has to go. <laughs> She's got to call at 12 um, for our retreat here in a second. Uh, it's mine. My retreat. For you. For yeah. Mostly yours. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. It's hers. <laughs> it's hers. Yeah, yep. it is. But um, anyway, you want to say goodbye, and I'll talk to him for another minute. Well, I can, we I have a couple minutes, so okay. Well, so we'll I do one more here. question. But like that's literally all I have. Why do bad things happen to people? I have a theory. What's your theory? That's all we can offer you. Yeah. We're, we're, this is a philosophical uh, speculation here. Yeah, I feel like 
everybody chooses their life path before they come here. And, um, we also choose to forget that we chose it. So being like an, and a spiritual, like, um, being, being a spiritual being, you can look at bad quote unquote, bad things that happen to people as an interesting experience to have on earth. Um, and I think that's why as spiritual light beings, that's why people choose to come here. That's yeah. just my opinion. Spirits don't look at it as good or bad. Mm-hmm. They look at it as, will this be beneficial for my growth yeah. basically? And how does it affect the whole? Sometimes a bad situation affects the whole in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. And knowing you're at a very, you're an eternal spirit that's truly untouchable souls will come in to go through quote unquote bad things for the greater good, for the good of the whole knowing they're going to wake up on the other side. Like, Oh man, can't believe I did that. Mm. I so good to be back. How's everybody doing? Let's Mm -hmm. go fly around to the astral. (laughs) You know, it's like how it is. That's how it is. At least that's my perspective. Right. But, uh, yeah, an example right now is something really kind of tragic happened to my aunt. I'm not quite, um, over it yet so i might get a little teary-eyed but she had a really bad stroke and she's pretty much like gone you know someone i was pretty close with but i'm able to kind of communicate with my family and i'm hearing how that situation is affecting them like for example my mom we invited my mom and dad out to come visit in a couple months and they're like well i don't know about i don't know what the timing this and that but it's like this is a wake-up call for them and they're like you know what Time is short. Life is short. Um, we're going to come in October. We want to see you. We don't care if we piss off the boss or whatever. So sometimes bad things can happen to really change the people who know those people um, in a positive way and help them all live a more uh, like fulfilling life. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have chose to share that. I'm like still like dealing with it. But anyway, that's just an example that came to mind. That's a very horrible thing. She was not that old. No, and, you know? and it's it's a really perfect example because it came out of nowhere and it was something that's very tragic and um, um, hard to kind of wrap your mind around, you know, on a right. human level. Yes. But um, on a spiritual level, you know, there's uh, many, many layers and reasons why people choose to come here and have these things to experience. Yes. So with that, you got to get on your call, love. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bounce so I don't be a crybaby here for you guys. <laughs> thank you, my friends, for all your love and your support. Yes, thank you, guys. Have an amazing day. Talk to you soon. Namaste. Namaste.